I told mom and dad that I am seeing someone, and I felt extremely awkward. Oh, wait, wait, scrap whatever we're talking about. Wait, 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 wait. Did you did you tell them when you drove them to the airport? You're Dave Tyson. You're doing what you did. No, no. It was the most full circle thing I've ever heard. When I go to the airport, no, because I did it when we were on the exit, but driving. Well, arguably worse and uh, arguably not I good. said, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's our anniversary today. It's our anniversary today. I literally, <laughs> I literally didn't even know. You, they tell us just on the anniversary dinner. It's me, Gen Z, from the podcast Help Me Gen Z, if you've heard of it. We have a very special episode for you today. We have our first ever guest on the podcast, and the guest is appropriately the third leg of the trio, unfinished trio, that this podcast usually houses, is our sister, Lauren. Everyone please applaud for Lauren. We're going to be talking about Miss Taylor Swift, which Lauren is a bit of an expert on, and I fancy myself a bit of a connoisseur on as well. We recorded this before 1989 Taylor's version was released, so we don't have any thoughts in the episode about that, unfortunately, even though I'm sure we have thoughts about them in our own minds. And you might hear me make a little statement towards slash about Mr. Harry Style later on in the episode. And surprisingly, that statement still stands even through the re-record of 1989. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Help Me, Gen Z. You guys are mean. <laughs> that is literally inherently funny to do. To sneak attack your parents when you're in anniversary you don't know. I don't want to air for. I, I, it's just like, I needed them to not be around for a while after I told them. <laughs> you not be around. You live in a different house. Mm, that's true. She's trying to move back covertly. <laughs> Okay, let's go over T-Swift agenda real quick. What I think, the thing is I don't really know anything about her, so I think you should give me, like, each of you should give me, like, a three-minute overview, or, like, you could do it collaboratively, um, of, like, albums. I think that should include albums, major moments, and people she's dated. Can you, like... In a WhatsApp message so we can see, except I feel like we might need to edit. Um, okay, that's like a lot of overview that uh, I could do. I, I honestly feel like the person of Taylor Swift, the people know. Any finer detail generally is potentially superfluous to the conversation. Like, well, one thing I've been thinking about is, like, there were a lot of times I thought she was, like, going down or going to become mm. less popular. And then that just wasn't the And case. the world also thought that. But they were wrong every time. I mean, that was the case, um, <laughs> you know, for that time. What, wait, what time? <clears throat> when, like, um, when, like, Kim and Kanye kind of, like took her down and then everyone jumped on board on Twitter and wait kinda, when she when Kanye um, interrupted disappeared her? from the public. No. So Okay. No, oh, no, no, no. Well, no. I guess we're getting into it. <clears throat> Consider this you're starting your overview. 
Um, uh, go ahead. Sarah. Okay. When Kanye was writing and recording his song "Famous," yes, which I know it. Yeah, I <laughs> do not question that. <laughs> That's the only one I know. It's what I know. <laughs> that was so funny. I know it. I know that. Hey. <laughs> which, which I know it. I do know it. We believe you. I'm listening. There's the line. Um, sorry to be graphic. I made that be famous. Yes. And in there's a video of him calling Taylor to ask her about being in the song. Yeah. And at the time, through the video recording of the phone call, it was implied that Taylor understood what the exact line of the song would be, that she would be referred to as a a bitch. Sorry, audience. Um, (laughs) And so when the song came out and she was like, I don't want to, like, I object to that line. And the video was unreleased. Everyone was like, you're lied. You're a snake, Taylor, and we hate you. Thousands of snake emoji comments oh. all over her social media. Oh. Covered. Couldn't see a thing. And what was the um, what was the hashtag? Um, <clears throat> is Taylor Swift is over yeah. party? I don't what think that, that she was the original blank is over party. Some, some historian will know no, what that is. But... but the snakes and <clears throat> that, I think, were both very big on Twitter, like, that day or that right. week or whatever. And this is in the time period between the release of the album 1989 and before the eventual reputation era, which is marked by the snake as its main oh, symbol. Wow. <clears throat> that is, again, marketing queen. Yeah. Taking it for the rebrand. So. Uh, the reason Taylor Swift happenings have almost nothing to do with that, but it is consistently a theme in her life. With what exactly that she gets? Of, like, betrayal and, you know, audience reaction. And I think it did change both her first encounter with Kanye interrupting her at the VMAs and then the snake era. It changed her relationship with fame conceptually. Ooh, what do you mean? I feel like before then, it was kind of like, she was like, la, 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 like, I am famous, and I have, like, a really good vibe around me, and this is fine. And she would, like, have people over to her house to, like, listen to her albums before they came out. I think after, especially the Snake era, that was, like, her, there was more of a distance between her and social media and, like, a regular fan. Did you watch her documentary thing on Netflix? I did. I heard that... Painted her in a good light. Well, I would think. Didn't she like produce a documentary? I don't know how that works, but like, it's kind of like yeah, it's her documentary. <laughs> it's like you know, it's a vehicle for her to like look good um, to the community. But it did. I mean, I don't think that she should be painted in a bad light. Broadly, I mean, there's like definitely things that aren't you know amazing, but there's something I I haven't looked into this. I don't know if you know about this. Sir, would the because it was like that she said that thing about she wanted to be excluded mm-hmm. from the narrative of like Kanye's song, and then Kim oh, yeah. like tweeted the like yeah. video of the phone call, and then I don't know years later apparently like it became clear that the video oh, had been yes. edited. Yeah, 
Wow. So she did not know. That. Is that in the documentary? I, I don't know. I think it might have been even after the documentary that I, that came out. But, it, yeah, the full video, I'm pretty sure, did confirm that she did not know the exact line of the song. Um, wow. Yeah. So, and also, like, there's some weird stuff about, like, California laws about recording a phone call, mm. which I'm not a lawyer. We can't get into that. You're not a lawyer. And I never told you I was. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was um, – officially, she did not know um, about what she referred to. What's going on with your skin, Kristen? Just making sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, let's rewind. I'd like you guys to collaborate <laughs> – collaboratively explain as if I was a person that had only heard Taylor Swift's name. Give me a little bit of her origin and her general timeline of albums. Why? why? (laughs) I think we should go from the relationship with Joe Alwyn on. Okay. Sure. Wait, uh, I was I was going to suggest um, if we just briefly talked about, well, Sarah and I and Kristen. We'll be there too. <laughs> talked about our, like, just said our favorite albums or oh. songs quickly to just, like, for, like, our, I was thinking, our yeah, describe your um, our fan connection. level or knowledge level of Taylor. Actually, I think that that is more relevant than, like, the overview because... <laughs> As I was telling Kristen a little bit ago, yeah, my, like, I, was, I told some some of the kids at the teenager center that I liked Taylor Swift, and the one was like, oh, you're a Swiftie? I was like, I guess so. I would never say I'm yeah. a Swiftie, just, like, flat out, but I don't think I could also say, no, I'm not a Swiftie. The Swiftie like, allegations are really I strong for both of us, as much as we try to dodge them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am... Um, Potentially of music, like, a huge, like, almost like a super fan of Taylor Swift. The super fan level that she actually Wait, has what? of her music. Hey! Her I'm music. not actually that much because I don't have as much of, like, the early album knowledge, but she is probably, like, one of my top ten favorite artists. Mm. I love the music. I, to... And she honestly is probably <clears throat> my favorite artist. What? Like, I would have to acknowledge that. Whoa. Who do you think it would be? <laughs> It does, like, feel weird, but I, that has to be true. I listen to her, like, so much more than... You didn't know this? Anyone no. else. Uh, Where than... are we? <laughs> this, this is the conversation. <laughs> okay, I, well, I have to say, I think I have put Taylor Swift on intentionally, like, five times ever in my life, besides that one song she did with uh, Bon oh, Iver. Yeah. That one I listen to more, obviously. Which is which one? Because she's done <laughs> Evermore, Evermore being the main one. Hmm. Wow. Ever okay. Because oh, Exile I'm sorry. Is, I meant Exile. Exile would be okay. I was gonna say Exile. Exile is the, the main crowd one hit. To, to and she does one with um the uh, the national, like some stuff with the national. And I have listened to that, but. And are you familiar with that? Uh, not crazy. You know the national? I do listen to the national a decent amount. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't know that, that anyone. You, that she you didn't know them. anyone listen to the national? <laughs> the, oh, this is a this is a 
a discussion slash argument I've had with Sarah is that when t- when Taylor just started doing stuff with the National, Sarah's like, "Have you heard of the National?" And I was like, "Well, I." I was like, well, I have heard of the National, actually. Oh, my gosh. So I, I think yeah. they I have, have but... I, <laughs> like, I don't like that song. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Which, which one do you not like, the Alcott? Uh, Coney Island. I am a... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm a decent okay. national listener. Like, I listen to them a fair amount. You're a nationalist? I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Cut that. <laughs> 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 no, don't cut that. I, okay, so I, I do, I did listen to like a couple songs from Reputation. I'd probably put Name it on. the song. <laughs> is it, is it Bad Reputation? Um, bi- no. Is that Endgame? <laughs> Big, big reputation. Big reputation. Big reputation. Ooh, you and me, it'd be a big conversation. Ah. Okay. You heard about me. Ooh. So. That's Endgame, yeah? If that's what's the one about, where Taylor's dead? Probably um, look what you made me do. Oh, I listened to that one when it came out. When it, I was living in Philly when it came out. And I was the office DJ, so I put it on. But I... And I was the office DJ. I was. It was part of my job. <laughs> we had an open floor plan. You had to play music so not everyone could hear what everyone was talking about. You um, what you made me do? I, pl- I played a lot of stuff. Wow. But all that to say, um, I also did... So I had a, a very swifty roommate... <laughs> A very swifty roommate um, on Hallmark Channel. <laughs> who Emily is like the best. I would say she's the she's a great kind of Taylor Swift fan because she loves. Actually, maybe I shouldn't expose her like this. I'll record it and then I'll ask her later. She oh yeah, said, I'm afraid of Swifty wrath. I'm gonna put that out there. That's now. Okay. She said that she, <laughs> on this podcast. Wow, oh, drag us. <laughs> no reach, zero viewership. <laughs> We made listener base of twelve. We made three dollars. Excuse me. Which we can't collect because we have made ten dollars. <laughs> it would help if we put podcasts out, but we're not gonna do it. Um, okay. Emily said she loves Taylor Swift so much. Like she had a Taylor Swift themed birthday party. We went and danced <clears throat> last year for Taylor's birthday, which was fun. It was an all Taylor. It was an all Taylor Swift music dance party. And it mm. was almost exclusively girls there, which was really fun. Mm. It was a great vibe. But all that to say, Emily said <laughs> she loves Taylor Swift, but she doesn't know if she'd like her if they met in real life. And I was like, that's a very nice. Yeah. Am- amazing. Amazing question. I thought amazing that was very self-aware. Mm. Anyway, but she knows all her albums. I think there's a lot of Swifties that have that awareness, but they're the quiet Yeah, the silent majority, if you will. Well, okay, and then there's, oh, I should have put rumors as an item we're going to discuss. Because I don't, I want to (laughs) understand why people think she's gay, and also why people think what all her midnight stuff is. Okay, but cut. All her midnight stuff? Um, Like she's trying to send us a clue. Oh yeah, they really they really think that everything is a clue. Yeah, and be, well, because Taylor told them that everything's a clue, <laughs> I think she did say something along those I don't lines. But she's not. It's not the Da Vinci Code. This isn't a pop artist. Um, okay. Uh, well, Kristen, do you feel like you've explained enough? Yes, that's like, all I your, need to say. 
You're it's level. very novice. You're I happen to know a fair amount of songs fairly well because they are so prevalent if you go out in society. Yeah. But and her discography is like massive at this point, so you you know more songs than you. I think, knew probably. a lot, when but in a way, you know thing. less songs than you think because I know a lot of songs. But I was doing like this song ranker, and I was like, a third of these I have never even heard of. A I know. Third. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some turkey. While okay, we talk wait, sir. Do you want to say okay. your? This is getting some turkey. What? Right here. <laughs> Do you want to say your um, on this other podcast I listen to? Because now I've, I, um, I guess only one <laughs> podcast I've consistently what? listened you listen to. to um, I like, can't believe that you don't know this. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that podcast has been over it's for a done. while now, but nothing more to say. Yeah. <laughs> we pick up where they left off. Do you want to turn? some turkey ASMR <laughs> now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like do we that. Don't that but we weren't, we weren't <laughs> saying anything. Um, but they said, "What's your Taylor Swift origin story?" Oh, I was so actually thinking I about this. Like, um, I think obviously Taylor had been pretty popular. Like, I guess it would have been like around 2010, maybe even before. I, I don't really remember she hosted the New Year's, the New Year's Rock and Eve, my oh. senior year of high school. Mm. I think. <gasps> So that's going Maybe into it was junior year. That would have been going into 2009. Yeah, junior year. So I don't know when this would have been, but it would have been whenever the song 22 came out. It's one of the maybe like two times I used my the radio um, feature on my boombox in my room. I heard this song come on, and I was like, this is a good song. And I was like dancing around my room to 22. I did not know it was Taylor, I think even after the song finished. <clears throat> but... And then I wasn't like a really like a serious listener until Reputation came out and I had an Amazon music free trial. Oh. So, or no, it was YouTube music free trial. Sorry to lie. Um, and I was listening to that a lot. And I think since then I've kept up with the releases. How old was you then? I was a freshman in college when oh. I was listening to that. Um uh, yeah, Kristen was talking about that Look What You Made Me Do coming out when she was working in Philly, and I'm pretty sure, Sarah, you and I were together on your college drop-off when that song Whoa. came out, I remember. Well, we have a couple. Um, also, when <laughs> when I took you home from Pitt that one time, me had mm-hmm. just come out. There's a few like <clears throat> memories tied to... Taylor Swift song releases mm. that I have. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of um, pre-reputation I did not listen to, and some of it I still have not listened to. Um, but I am, you know, caught up generally. I like 1989. I do too. That's the one I have kind of gone back into more. I, I guess I'm I'm having trouble tracking if Kristen knows three songs or like three albums. <laughs> she has not put her on intentionally, but she knows. I would say you probably know like a sampling from most of the eras. Yeah, and you know what? Drew looks at me. I remember that in high school. I laugh because it's just so funny. And I watched her one music video. You along with me? Yeah, good one. Classic. Yeah, I well I feel like yeah. 
um, Teardrops on My Guitar was definitely the first song I heard. I thought oh, that was yeah. the first single, but I think Tim McGraw was actually the first single. True. And I, like, never heard that. till Because I think Who it was, like, oh, so just I never heard that till like, year. Okay. I just ate all the turkey, so it's over. Okay. I have to eat it before it gets old. Again, three minutes. The conversation is going to be... Okay. Turkey time is over. What? Taylor's from Pennsylvania. Yes, and I wanted to address this. The Miss America documentary is Pennsylvania erasure. <laughs> she like portends do not be from Pennsylvania. Where she pretend to be from. Well, okay, when she started her career, Tim McGraw is in a southern accent fully, <laughs> even though she does not and never did have a southern accent. <laughs> Most of the first three albums, um, unethical stolen oh. version, are in a southern accent. Oh, I'm going to talk about that because Emily's explained it to me. Okay. Later. Maybe we are lawyers. This conversation no, is going to be over two like, hours at this point. More recent stuff. Um, okay. Wait, nobody no, we, asked I, me or let me we're tell not my done with the part yet, So story. it is your turn now. Sarah looked... <laughs> At you and said it's your actually, turn wait, sir, to present. Um, wait, sir. Actually, are do you feel like you're done? Like, do you want to say say where you are now more or um, anything? Say, <laughs> my well, I was yeah. Actually, I was surprised to hear you say you would think you're a super fan. I mean, like, it's hard because like, the scale of music, a super but... fan. If you are like a Taylor Swift super fan, you have like knowledge of her. Like, you know, like, her blood type. I'm not into any of that. But, like, I am an extreme and frequent listener to the music. And I do know the lore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the lore. You I, know the stolen albums, which is big lore. Well, I had a Swifty roommate. So then you do know the lore. <laughs> oh, okay. I know the lore. I didn't know <laughs> You don't know all the lore, I'm sure. Definitely not. But anyway, lore... <laughs> Please describe your Taylor Swift fan level or anything else you wanted to say on the matter. Um, yeah, I'm trying to trying to not make it too long, but um, I mean, yeah, Teardrops on My Guitar was the first one I heard for sure. I feel like, yeah, I just heard what was on the radio. Um, yeah, You Belong With Me, I feel like was like a huge mm-hmm. song and like, yeah, connected to like stuff happening mm-hmm. in high school. Connected um, to stuff I feel. happening in high school. Well, <laughs> this actually happened to me personally. <laughs> my friend, my friend Lauren and I like had a mm. joke about it. Anyways, Oops. about her, her oh, and Yanni. <laughs> Get them. Get them. Leave that. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so. <laughs> They're both married now. To believe it would be hilarious. <laughs> um. No, well, yeah, just one time it was like on the radio and we were joking, or I, yeah, joking. I was like, because she she was like in love with Yanni for all wow. of high school. And Unrequited. Get her. <laughs> sort Getting of. more turkey? Um, um, no. I'm going to get another coffee. <clears throat> and I have to use the little. Um, I can hear you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, okay, but, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't get into it that much. I also feel like, what was that? Um, 
I knew you were trouble. Mm. I feel like that like hit that was like later. That was but, a bit of a watershed moment. Um, I feel. Yeah. Say, say more. <laughs> well, I just feel like there are, like, I mean, obviously, look what you made me do. Probably the most pivotal release of her career. Is she talking? She's washing her hands in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I think that was, well, like, I do think that, like, splits. It's like BC and AD vibes when she released Look What You Made Me Do. I I really believe that. Wow. Are you sure? Or do you feel like that's just No, I think it's for everybody. Because I think it, I mean, like, obviously there's many switches in her career. I just think that that was, like, the one where she behaved differently as a famous person. She started releasing, like, not super different music, but it was, like, it was just, like, a different type. And that was the first, the first era that was, like, costumed in a real way. Like, all the previous ones had, like, elements of, like, performance, obviously, and a look. But I think that Reputation was the first real constructed era. Oh, I'm getting too into it. Don't. No, you're doing great. Keep going. I'm, I'm too crazy, actually. <laughs> I get nerdy about stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to... I'm Don't trying to like hold um, yourself back. No, I'm not. I didn't say I was nerdy. Why did you say that about me? She said it. Did you say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> did I say it? You said it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Five seconds ago. I get nerdy about stuff. <laughs> oh. Well, I didn't say you were nerdy. Okay. Well, that is the connotation and the implication <laughs> of my reputation. Taylor Swift station. What were you going to talk about? <laughs> I think it is a crack. Um, <laughs> genetic ADHD. <laughs> Honestly, I was. This is a funny story you guys are going to like. I have to take a hiatus. I was. Cried the other day because Dumbledore's actor died. <laughs> and Dumbledore. Oh, what? Dumb- oh, Dumb- <laughs> fully said Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. I, heard, I heard Dumbledore's yeah, actor that's what died. Actually. The actor I was like, never heard of that show Dumbledore in my life. Died. So this is Dumbledore. a millennial. <laughs> I well, I was on Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. X. Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> and I was watching videos. Mm-hmm. And they made me sad. Yeah. And so I was crying. Oh. And then when I, I had to get myself together. And I went climbing. We were bad. We're both out of practice. And it became criming while they cried and climbed. <laughs> well, I was, I'd been crying. I thought you gave up climbing for <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> Well, that is what you would assume if I said I haven't been in a while. That you'd never do it again ever in your life, and you hate it now. You spit upon the rocks. Yeah, so we were walking, and we're, I'm like, I have like my eyes are red. We're trying to walk to climbing, and I'm like, there's Independence Beer Garden because I told him it exists, and he goes, aw, sad ADHD. <laughs> Diagnosis. I thought it was funny. Anyway, that was my tail. Wow, now it looks like you're in like a. I'm moving. I'm getting too hot. Okay, what are you talking about? What were you going to talk about that you said was uh, too into it? Um. Well, I was saying how 
Oh, I was saying this to Lauren, but now it's going to be hard to explain to you. I think that Reputation now. era slash the release of Look What You Made Me Do is kind of like the BCAD of Taylor Swift's oh. career. I think that was the shift, many shifts, many eras. That was the shift. But also that was when you were kind of introduced to it, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So maybe I am biased, but I, I do think that it was, it was just different after that. I'm sure that that's true. I, I guess, um, and I think I have heard other people talk about this. Like there have been like several. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say um, her 1989 was so poppy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Red was like the crossover mm-hmm. album, Country to Pop, and that was like it's like her most critically acclaimed album. At least it wasn't until I don't know, about Folklore and Evermore. What's on that one, Red? Um, All too well. Oh. Which is like... I thought that just came out recently. She did the 10-minute version recently. Oh, and that's when she made it about Jake Gyllenhaal in the music video. It was always about Jake Gyllenhaal, but I that's mean, when yeah, she yeah. was... I mean, it's it's all but confirmed. If they're asking Maggie Gyllenhaal where the scarf yeah. is, it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, But, well, yeah, I guess, like, in that way, Red would be a shift... 1989 would be a big shift fully into pop. Reputation was a big shift. And then definitely folklore was a big shift. That and was like, like if there's ever an era after uh, AD. Like, folklore never more would be in that. But then she went back for Midnight's. And I think she will not dip into like a folklore mood um, for a while at least. What's her latest album? Midnight's. That's the one that... Uh, when did it come out? 2022, yeah. Like a year ago. Okay. That's why we had the birthday party. That was Midnight's theme. Got it. Own it. Okay. Okay, wait. I'm trying to to, um, get through my origin story and maybe speed it up a little bit. Um, Okay, so, yeah. I, I listened to 1989, like, a little bit when it came out. And then... But, like, I was never, like, super into it. And then... I don't remember when it went off. Do you remember, like, um, she took all her music off mm. Spotify? And then in the summer of 2017, she made that deal and put it all back on. And that's when I started listening to, like, the full discography and, like, got mm-hmm. more into it. And then that fall reputation mm-hmm. came out. And then, like... Um, since then, I feel like I was into it. But I, I actually feel like Folklore was, like maybe a shift for me mm-hmm. like um but yeah folklore evermore midnights like yeah i lo- the, yeah those are probably my favorite yeah i was gonna say well <laughs> i would def- i would say evermore is my favorite album mm. one of one behavior favorite song, but... <laughs> i don't think evermore is anyone else's <laughs> favorite album no, I'm sure it is. It's not it Taylor's. Is. We know that. Oh, did you know, Lauren, that for Christmas this year, I put a gift that was from Slayler Swift to me. I think and I Dad, every time my yeah. Slay team really slayed him, <laughs> he he loved that. He can't even like get the nuance of that, but he's he really like Slayler Swift. <laughs> Wait, I was there. I remember it all too well. <laughs> you were home for Christmas? Last year, yeah. Yeah. I'll be home <laughs> for Christmas. Okay, wait one second. 
Anyways, I won't get into like songs, but well, Sir, I think you told me the other day, but what is your favorite album? And then I heard recently, Kristen, that you have declared at least a favorite song. Mm. Um, my favorite album is probably Lover. Um, potentially also one of one behavior. Um, actually, though, I think Evermore is kind of up there for me. I don't know if it's ever my favorite, but it's pretty, pretty high. Um... I, yeah, I think it's still my favorite, but I actually I really do like Midnight's mm. too. But anyways, and folklore, but okay, yeah, and Kristen. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. Kristen, what's your favorite? Um, <laughs> I mean, I could tell you what Sarah what did, told yeah, me. What, if did, you don't what know. did Sarah tell you? Sarah said that um, a song came on and you said it was your favorite Taylor Swift song. And oh, she we played a guessing game that I should have gotten, but I wasn't thinking. But she, it's okay, I summer. think it is because I hear it and I go, "That's pretty good." But I'm looking pretty at the good. lyrics and I can't even tell you the rhythm of how it starts. Fever dream high <laughs> in the quiet of night. I'm like, fever dream high in the quiet. Okay, of night. I know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, shiny toy with the price, you know that. I okay, I don't know any of these lyrics, but. <laughs> Summer's a knife. I'm always waiting for a cut mm. to the bone. Wow, okay. And it's new. The shape that of That is a really good song. That... And Kristen, that you know that this song. song became a single this summer, despite being from an album that was released in 2019. What? what That's why it's on the radio. It's, it's on Lover. She's breaking all the rules. She's breaking all the rules. I mean, that's cool, I guess. It's from Lover. Lover. I remember you guys getting really stoked about Lover coming out, and I was like, what? You guys were really hyped, you two. I remember, and I didn't know you were Swifties then. And you guys were both, like, Lover's coming out. And then I was trying to figure out if Lover was a joke. <laughs> What do you mean by that? Because it was all, it was like so like floofy, cloudy, purpley, pinky. Clouds are a joke to me. Well, because I, yeah, what do you mean by that? I thought, I think I I told you, I thought it was like a parody. I was confused because it came out after Reputation. Yeah. So I was like, you thought she was goth. Uh, (laughs) You thought she was punk emo. And I was so confused. Okay. Well, this, okay, this is, you, we're going to get into Joe Allen. This is the thing about reputation. It's like half a third of reputation is like, look what you made me do. And then like half to two thirds is like, I am in love with Joe Allen. And these are just yes, like yes, love be- songs. And then all of Lover is also that. Because like in the middle of that Kanye stuff, she wanted to be in Lover her, era. like, I did something bad era, but then she started so, dating Joe yeah. and then she was in her Joe Lover is era. who she's dated the last seven years? Yeah, six, six and a half ish. That's cr- a long time for a young woman. Yeah, I mean she's older than you are. Not by much. Not by much. Um, yeah, so I think if we want to talk about recent Taylor Swift things, we do need to just give a little bit of background on Mr. Joe. Um, because I don't know anything about him at all. There's not much to know. Not much there. <laughs> Um, he is an actor. <laughs> Just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the most savage like, yeah. he, No, he's, he's an actor. He has had 
a variety of parts. Um, featured in The Favorite, in that adaptation of the Sally Rooney book that no one liked. Oh, which one? The one I read? Pe- Conversations Yeah, with I almost like People Talking, which is not... <laughs> Not at all. I can't even remember the one I read. <laughs> I think it was th- that one because we're talking about it. So <laughs> I need to keep this. We this has to be brief because we have more things to talk about. <laughs> Taylor and Joe met at the Met Gala while she's dating Calvin Harris. Oh, she then I think danced with Tom Hiddleston at the Met Gala. Oh, Christian Mark Warren, and then she started dating Tom Hiddleston for a couple of months in a relationship that is literally inexplicable to me. What did those two talk about? What was their connection? What do you mean? They're famous people. Yeah, but they're like very different in age. But he, how much older? He's like at least Probably. nine years older than her, and so she was like twenty-seven or something at the time. They're just like it just seemed like such a not match. And then they're they, they doing the thing too, seemingly of like she met his family. And she was quickly. calling paparazzi. I think she was for like sure. he's. Uh, if she's thirty-three, he is now forty-two. So he's yeah, like so that's nine. Um, She dated Tom Hiddleston for a while and then got with Joe. I'll I'll, I'll say, and probably she, (laughs) her music implies this too, that she probably cheated on both Calvin and Tom Ah! with whoever was there. Okay. Okay. Got together with Joe. They were together for six and a half years, spanning the releases of Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and Midnight's. But why would she break up with Calvin Harris? <laughs> well, that relationship also might have been fake. Question mark, question mark. Ooh. I think highest contender for kind of fake might be Tom Hiddleston, unless that's just like a random. Um, uh, I mean, well, we're getting into it. I, I still just feel so unsure about this Travis Kelsey thing. That it's honestly. real? Or- well, it's, I guess we just don't know the timeline, but... Like, yeah. I've heard some people, ugh, we're jumping ahead, but I've heard some people say, like, the Chiefs game, they're like, well, that, that could have been their first date. Like, they could have been, like, DMing, and then, like, literally that was the first time that they were, so, anyways. Whoa. It's just interesting, because yeah, the 1989 era, I think especially, was marked by, like, paparazzi photos of, like, every mm-hmm. day of her life, the squad, yeah. everything else, and that was kind of, like, part of, like, the downfall. What squad? Oh. <laughs> Um, like all the models she was friends with, she would bring them out at her concerts. She, they would have. Have you seen the Bad Blood music video? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is riddled with young Hollywood famous women, as was her squad: Plus, Kendall Jenner, yeah. Carly Kloss. Like the hunt question like mark who twenty people, but like plus like a few people that wouldn't naturally be in that squad, like Lena Dunham, and then well Mariska Hargitay and some other like older actresses are in that music video as well. But the squad, yeah, yeah the squad was like Cara Delevingne, Carly Claus, mm-hmm. Gigi Hadid, mm-hmm. Ke- oh, yeah, Kendall, really and like know. a few other people. Yeah, but didn't. Didn't, like, Kendall and Taylor have beef at some point? Well, wrapped up in the Kanye-Kim drama. Kendall sided with her family, which I've always said I respect the Kardashians' dedication to family. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... But... Sorry, so, like, the pop... Like, the, um... What, like oversaturation or like what word am I mm-hmm. looking for? Like overexposure. Overexposure. Yeah. Was like so big in that era. And then she like disappeared 
like for three years basically like there was like no paparazzi photos like there was like Mm. that one of her and joe on a balcony but that literally might have been after three years like it was like which is surprising because that leads up to covid yes yeah 2017 to 2020 yeah um this is a little bit before she's saying it wasn't because of covid it was like i i think no it's not because of covid but i'm just Mm. saying like it's funny, there was, it's not like they went into isolation. Right. Well, they There's did, a line in her documentary. COVID, yeah. Right. Where she's like, no one physically saw me for a year. Like, she essentially did not go anywhere that was in public at all. And I um, think they were in the UK for a lot of that, and so it was, like, easier in that Joe way. Is from the UK? Yeah. Oh, Every okay. person that she dated from, starting with Harry Styles, Harry. to Joe... Was from the UK. To, to, to Maddie, Maddie Healy. Healy. Was from the UK. Cal- Calvin Harris is British. He's Scottish. I think he's like Scottish. <gasps> no wonder he's not gonna Did you watch the video of him and Sam Smith? <laughs> <laughs> he's not singing. He's talking in the video. That's a music Did video. they talk in the video where they hang out on chairs? Oh, that's just promo pictures for their for promises. Oh, I thought you said it was a video. I don't think I've heard this man talk ever. <laughs> Most people have Scottish is Scottish. Wait, so it was Harry and then Lauren, we have Calvin and then Tom Hiddleston and then Joe and then Maddie Healy. All British. All British. Five. I I think that is. That's probably it. It's crazy to go to Travis Kelsey, who's just an all American. That that is the maybe the most interesting thing about this relationship to me is the curse is broken. Should we should we just get into that, or do we have other preliminaries? We're 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 getting there. Just I was saying about the yeah, she disappeared, and, and well, I think people said I think like. Joe was a little bit younger than her, but I think, like, Joe... Yeah, he was so early in his career. I think he's, like, kind of one of these people, like, doesn't like fame. So, like, they... there's For six and a half years, there's, like, what feels like five paparazzi photos of them. Like... Right. And mostly, like, red carpet, like, adjacent (laughs) things. I guess. I feel like not even. Like, there's a few, like, restaurant in New York, but... Sorry to... (laughs) Yeah. Sorry to this man. Um... So, just, like, yeah, the the place in time we're in now where there's, again, a squad, paparazzi mm-hmm. photos every day, multiple times a day, and there were, which were started happening with Maddie Healy, too. It feels like there was, like, this thing with Joe, and they were, like, totally not in the public eye for years, and then, like, just mm-hmm. that was, like complete 180 when she stopped dating yeah. joe okay sarah needs to say something or she'll explode <laughs> I, I can get to it it's fine um yes i think that joe does not like being famous he likes what he does taylor however contentious her relationship with fame and the public is she likes being famous she actually loves it it is like especially at a concert you're famous in such like a positive way where like everyone there literally loves you and like just wants to see you do what you like doing the most so and so I think, like, as soon as she broke up with Joe, she was, like, going out to dinner with the girls. She was, like, seen around New York. She's doing, like, street-style paparazzi opportunities to the studio. I think, like, that was, I mean, another shift. Um, and then she starts dating Maddie Healy, reportedly. No, it wasn't confirmed, even though I think they were dating 
And but they were already saying, I love you. There was love allegations happening potentially on stage. It was weird. It was, I thought it was weird. It was really strange. I mean, um, he eats raw meat on stage. Yeah, he's just he like too like. He was addicted to heroin. Oh, I didn't know that. He, oh, I got my 1975 knowledge for you. 1975 versus 1989. <laughs> he was born in 1989. He said that once. Um, yes, okay. Lauren mentioned that we've kind of seen, like, a recent resurgence of paparazzi and the girl squad, which part of this, her attending the football games with Travis, everyone knows she's dating Travis Kelsey, at least that's, like, the reporting (laughs) in the media. But she went to the game, the Jets game, and she brought Antony from Queer Eye, Blake Lively, her sister Robin Lively, Ryan Reynolds, um, Hugh Jackman, Sabrina Carpenter, Recently single Hugh Jackman. Recently divorced Hugh Jackman. Sophie Turner was there. Um, Recently divorced Sophie Turner. From Taylor's ex, Joe Jonas. Ah! I think that, and she's re-releasing 1989 at the end of this month. It feels like it... It feels the same. It feels the same. It's really weird. And it's almost intentionally full circle feeling that she is like resurrecting a girl squad for this time not that i don't think these are like real people that she i'm sure likes yeah. and enjoys but it feels more like i'm relaunching i'm relaunching yeah. i mean it does feel does it, it does feel different too like it because it's not like a girl squad it's more like diverse people and like it's not always like six of them all together or whatever um hugh jackman diverse <laughs> <laughs> well it's the memoir ages and men and women and, whatever yeah um yeah but, it's less yeah, of like every model that there it is does, it is like very similar in that, yeah, overexposure thing, which I think she talked about in the documentary as, like, mm. part of the reason, like, she felt like people were, like, sick of her. Mm. I, I guess, like, I think it's, like, fine. Obviously, people are interested in it, but it is a lot. And yeah. I'm surprised, like, how big of a turnaround from, like, zero to a hundred in such a short amount of time. Like, she could be doing it on, like, a small... I mean, the Travis thing is, like, different, but even before that... Mm-hmm. the paparazzi photos of like the studio was like truly like every day and it's like every mm-hmm. day now too like she like obviously she knew how to avoid that for like seven years so she could like start right. slow i don't know like i feel like it's it could be a lot <laughs> i feel like she missed misses it yeah or, like she's yeah. having her like kind of hot girl summer extended where she's like i want to I want y'all to see me. Also, I don't know. I mean, she's got re-records to push. Well, and I do think we know she's a marketing queen. You need to give your commentary that you gave the other night on her jets. But I wanted to talk about this heiress tour. I was flabbergasted as a non-Swifty. I was like, people are really obsessed with this. And the amount of chitter chatter around every podcast I was listening to. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it got so expensive. The amount of... I mean, just the amount of people going and the price per ticket mm-hmm. was insane. And they caused an earthquake in Seattle. My they did not cause an earthquake. <laughs> it was equivalent. That, yeah, that. And um, my roommate, a Swifty, went with her husband. Mm-hmm. Also my roommate. And <laughs> <laughs> they had a joyous time, but it seems like... Uh, 
the Eras tour, I think, is part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Part of the yeah. whole marketing push. And also, okay, well, <laughs> if you guys could interweave the whole Taylor's version thing. Inter- interweave it, Warren. Interweave. <laughs> Warren's more of the scientist about all of this. Um, so I think this should be your your yeah. jam. Um, or you can do it if you want. I th- I mean I think you might be you, might, you go ahead yeah. How about I present my understanding of it and you correct me? Yeah. Okay. So what I was told by Emily is that Taylor had a producer named Scooter mm-hmm. <laughs> and wow. Scooter. Sorry, no, he's just not like, producer. He's a. He was um. No, he's, he's not a manager. A yes. I don't know. Executive no, no, they didn't even work together. They didn't work together. Oh. Scooter. He she, he was Justin Bieber's producer. Manager. Not manager. Yeah. Ariana Grande is manager. He used to be Demi Lovato's manager. He is like, you know, he's huge. He's a guy. Biz. Okay, in the biz. And apparently he released most of her early albums. Okay. Mm, so should we, should Sarah right, just well, say it? <laughs> Um, well, I, I don't know all it. the names and people. I can say it actually. Um, yes. Uh, sorry, I was like, or it, uh, this is a, kind of everything that we're talking about. But yeah, it's just like funny that you're like talking about the way you're talking about Scooter because he also has been in the news recently. And anyways, oh, um, her he's like changing careers. Oh. Her um, the head of her label Scott um, sold all her masters of her first six I think albums to Scooter and Scott knew that she did not like Scooter I don't remember why and but she also had asked apparently she had asked to buy her masters and like wasn't given that opportunity and then they were like sold away from her and so she mm-hmm. decided to re-record them so she could own them and in in the that time she switched labels so that she, all her future masters, she would own, and she wanted to own the old ones, and mm-hmm. then they were like sold. So away what from was her. the, what was the first album she recorded at the new studio? Lover, Lover. Lover. Okay, so she has 1989, and then one more to go. Two. 1989, um, Taylor Swift and Reputation are oh. the last um, ones to be re-released. Okay, because yeah, I see all this stuff about Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. And that is supposed to give her more money. I mean, the I've talked about this, I think, on this podcast before, but the uh, marketing push of Taylor's versions is kind of like, so that me, Taylor, I own the music, and it's like, there's this undercurrent of, like, feminism, whatever. I think it is a lot more about money than she can even say in the public without being, you know, crucified for being money-hungry. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, she has the right to own her music and do what she wants with it. But it's like, I think it's like kind of silly to beat her on the bush and be like, yeah, she just wants to own her music because it's, it's her music. It's like she does want to make money off of it. And that is like normal. Um, I, but was she not making money before? She did make money before. And also like she'll, you know, never will go hungry, I'm sure. Yeah. But I... I guess I would agree with you, Sarah. I mean, yeah, I definitely think it's, like, valid that she wants to own it and didn't want Scooter to own it. But he doesn't... He sold them, like, a few years ago. He doesn't even own it anymore, I think. I don't know who owns it. And also, this is where I, I like, what would be afraid of Swifties. Like, I didn't research this, but there has been a thing online recently that, like, 
Taylor's dad made a lot of money somehow from the sale. Oh, because I think he owned um like stock in her first record label, so he made money mm. from that sale. So it's it's a little messy. Whoa. Oh. Sounds like insider trading to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. and he I think yeah. is like a Wall Street guy or has uh, her dad. Again, I, I don't also, know <laughs> what of that is true. <laughs> part of why she couldn't like the deal that was made, which was part of this initial contract, like she would have made as like a minor. So I think her parents were kind of involved in the signing of that. Um so it's like a little sticky vibes. I mean to me, an outsider, mm-hmm. it sounds like, I mean, she, it seems like she's just so good at marketing and continuing her empire. Like, why do you need to release all these albums? Sarah, at one point, was talking about how she releases different versions of, like, Midnight's and stuff, mm-hmm. the same album. So it's, like, always collector's things. And it might yeah. not just be her. She probably has people, yeah, working with her. Yeah. But, well, Sarah, and I want... I want you to say what you said about her jet the other day, too. <laughs> uh, this is not an original thought of mine. And also, to even orchestrate this, I don't know if she was, like, masterminding Taylor Swift song reference. Uh, <laughs> this, But, like, people have said that we know that Taylor Swift is um, not a friend of the climate based on her usage of her private jets that could be described as excessive, <laughs> um, like, a very intense amount of private jet usage. But then she attended the Jets football team game the other night. So if you Google Taylor Swift Jets now, you get her at the football game versus her um, releasing emissions that had not been released in centuries of time previously. Oh, my gosh. So I don't think that she was like, I have to go to the Jets game so I can, like, get this off my back. Because I think that people now, like, probably don't even care that much about the Jets. Like, the Aeros tour didn't suffer from people worrying about the climate. But it is, like... It is funny that she can, you know, use what I do. I feel like, okay, this is getting into, are Travis and Taylor a real couple? Are they actually seeing each other? What's what's the reality here? It seems like a weird match if it's a PR decision. Like, what Why? is the audience crossover there? There, well, it's it's like disrupting a new audience. It's disrupting. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're disturbed. Just quiet. I mean, it definitely could be totally fake. It just seems like it also because like he was kind of like hinting for a while. He's like, I want to date Taylor Swift. Like, I'm trying to shoot my shot with her. Like, was he just like saying that? And then their PR teams were like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, you can do that. And it seems like a lot of work for her to have to like go to these football games and be like, everyone's like Taylor Swift. Like, we're looking at you. <laughs> Um, it is crazy in the in the game the other day there was one point where they cut to her uh, this is us watching live i didn't even yeah. see this as a tiktok clip or something later it was probably half of a second where they mm-hmm. cut to her and it's like Taylor, you know yeah and then they're back to the game and travis just talked about that he's like the nfl has to calm down <laughs> well, she's just trying to watch the game i have seen stuff where it's like these Fan bases can't handle crossing over like this, like yeah. the pop culture and then NFL fan bases. It's too and much. And like, wasn't it like the fact that people assumed or like knew that she was going to that Jets game caused the price of the tickets to rise like from like one to four hundred dollars or something like that? Like, 
I didn't hear that, but that makes sense. I mean, sense. there's definitely a lot of stuff going on with her raising prices, like Travis Kelsey, Kelsey's jersey going yeah. up like a lot. Well, that's the meme now. People are retweeting the tweet about the jersey and being like, can she buy a newspaper? Can she date a climate activist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's the PR relationship I want. That's hilarious. Can I befriend Greta Thunberg, please? Oh, my god! I mean, I that's still would funny. love to see her date Pete Davidson. That is the crossover wow. I want, and I think a lot of people wow. Wow. And, um, what? He, There's commentary on this? Well, when well, he so became like, single recently and she was like maybe still single or dating Travis Kelsey before we really knew, people I think were saying. And he's, I think, again, not single now, but. Um. Yeah. Well, he always, Pete Davidson does always have the opportunity to do the funniest thing possible, which is date the most recent single, hot, older celebrity woman. And he is a young man. He is. He's 29. I thought he was a little bit older. He's a young man. Really. Yeah. yeah, but he... I just feel like that... But he dated Kim. Yeah, he dated Kim. That was oh, that'd be crazy. He dated... Oh, yeah, that is crazy. But, like, the level of people that he's dated at, like, the peaks of their fame, like, Ariana mm-hmm. Grande, even, like, Phoebe Dynaver when, like, she was, like, her most Bridgerton famous, like... Um, I don't know nothing about that. I'm just... Bridgerton. Yeah. He should date Phoebe Bridgers. That would be crazy. <laughs> and also, what's happening with her and Bo? I haven't seen anything they, in so long. like, hard-launched. Soft-launched. Medium-launched. <laughs> anyway, that's another can of worms. But, no, I just think yeah. it's, like, so funny and interesting when Pete is dating, like, the most famous woman in the world at the time or like one of and like that mm-hmm. would absolutely be Taylor like around Eras tour. So I feel like that would yeah. be just funny and fun and interesting. But we might have missed yeah. our opportunity window with that one. I think they should at least like whatever if this Travis thing runs its course, which it will, <laughs> they should be seen at dinner together. Mm. Yeah. Here's my one comment that I'm just gonna say. Travis Kelsey's mom is being spotted right next to Taylor in the box cheering. Right. I have to say, I think it's a little mean to bring someone's mom into a PR situation. Mm. Well, I think, yeah, because they'd have to tell her unless like they're really like sicko psycho about it. Like, but they brought Tom Hiddleston's mom. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, there's photos of her with Tom Hiddleston's mom, like less than a month into their relationship. Like, mm. maybe she's matured. Matured. I mean, I mean, I like Travis Kelsey's mom because she's also Jason Kelsey's mom, and she wore their half and half support outfit for the last year Super Bowl, and she just seems like a generally nice lady. So I don't want anyone to hurt her feelings. Although apparently, I mean, Jason Kelsey is like a family man who has kids and married, I think like his college sweetheart or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas Travis Kelsey's kind of a player. Had his own bachelor style show. Did he really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Where he gosh. dated a what? woman. He dated one woman from every U.S. state. Why? Why? <laughs> Why would that be the premise? What? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's literally insane. And he set it up for himself. That's well, no. he didn't make up that That's idea. Fifty that women. Be, be You're like, I want to date a woman from each U.S. state. Where'd make they get me from a Alaska, shower. I can do that. North Dakota. Who is the Delaware girl? <laughs> 
Double what? <laughs> and there was a winner from that show that I think he was like, I guess not engaged Baby. to, but yeah, like, I and I think there yeah, are shooting allegations from that relationship. Ah! But he is one of the most like big advertising guys from the Super Bowl alongside, not Super Bowl, from the NFL, alongside Patrick Mahomes. He's in like every commercial. Yeah. And you know who's not? Josh Allen. Because he's probably not good on camera. Oh. But Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I think Josh Allen is cute. I do too. <laughs> I oh gosh, don't think I've cute. ever heard of Josh Allen. So he's that's like where a baby I am. Face. He's super cute. He's super he's a, cute. He's a Buffalo Bill question mark. He is. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're, we're off the topic. Um, he's I, super cute. I mean, cute. so here's, I, I mean, I feel like it definitely could be real and obviously like has to be new, but I do also feel like mm-hmm. Travis like was like, there was like, it was very public that thing that he wanted to talk to her at Era's tour and then couldn't. Yeah. Right. I feel like they could. What do you mean it was very public? He, on his podcast, he's like, I wanted to talk to Taylor. I wanted to give oh. her my, a friendship bracelet, my number, question mark. Like, yeah, he wanted know. to, like, he went to Era's tour and he wanted to. Okay, I. Okay, thank you. I'm going to look up Josh Allen later. <laughs> Please apologize to Josh Allen. Josh. <laughs> Josh. A kombucha. Um, he. Yeah, he went to Era's tour. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> There's this girl yelling at us from the computer. So from Europe. So Travis went to Era's tour. I don't remember when. And he like, yeah, he like did that the whole thing on his podcast that he like wanted to like shoot his shot because it, it must have been like, I don't know, either before or after Maddie Healy. Um, and mm. then like that he couldn't, and so that there was like that clip was like I feel like really out there. So like I feel like they. Right. Literally could have just started like DMing somehow after that, and truly like that Chiefs game could have been one of the first times they were ever like together, and like yeah, I that would be was... not like the most crazy that like he could explain that to his mom and be like, oh, she's gonna come to the box and like you guys can have fun or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that Jason Kelsey intimated that. They had like hung out in person, potentially also with the family, shortly before the game. This is the thing. The, well, I don't really know, obviously, anything about that podcast except for all the clips from it that come to my for you page now that Taylor is right. in the mix. But like the way that they talk about Taylor is really weird, and like it almost it is feels like me. Jason Kelsey keeps being like, it, like it's a joke to him, or like that he, mm-hmm. like it, they're talking about it as if it's not real, and like. But trying to talk like it is, that's where I'm, I don't know. I haven't watched all the clips even, but. Yeah, I think it, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it's being overblown in a public way because it's so visible that like, it's like too new to even be almost anything. Relationship wise, it's like essentially nothing, not it's almost not even a relationship because it's like they've known each other for like five minutes. So how do you be like, yeah, like she's cool. She's not my girlfriend. We're barely dating. Yeah. Yeah. The way they talk about it is so funny. Like the one, the one clip that they're just, we're like, yeah, I think Jason was talking about like the NFL reporting or whatever media. And Travis is like, well, yeah, in my situation, which could mean like his relationship, but sounds more like, 
your weird PR thing that's going on, kind of. like. Yeah, I that does make sense also to me. Like, it's like... It's weird that she would greenlight him talking about it on the podcast, even, like, after, you know, they actually met up. Like, you know? I guess, yeah. I mean... I, yeah. Not that she's, like, going to chokehold him, but I feel like she could be like, hey, I just, like, don't really want this. I mean, like, if she's at the game, like, so visible, it's hard to be like, hey, don't talk about and this. And he, like, he hasn't talked TV. about, like, their relationship or, like, anything, like, so explicitly, I don't think. But, like, yeah, it is, again, it's just, it's such a weird, such a shift from the Joe Alwyn years that, like, mm. she's purportedly dating someone who has a podcast and, like, is so public like with everything all the time. Yeah. And also another potential PR signal is when he came to that initial game that she was at, he was wearing, or when he, he was wearing this like two piece suit. It was like white and blue tie dye. And it's called the 1989 suit, like from the brand. That's the name of the product. So it's like, okay, well who bought him that? <laughs> or like, did he, was he like, I have to wear this like that. It's, like, kind of strange to me. But then she, like, purportedly, like, bought out a restaurant so they could be alone in Kansas City that night. Whoa. Um, he did. He purportedly did. He did? I, I, did I heard he. It could have been. Because it was, like, <laughs> him, the people in the box, and, like, his other, like, I think, teammates and people. I don't think it was, like... And so that's another thing people are saying. What are they saying? <laughs> What are you saying? Like, none of her, none of her previous boyfriends that we can remember have like <laughs> been like publicly like vocal, a, like effusive, like being like, "Yeah, I like yeah. love Taylor Swift. I'm like doing stuff for her or something." Which, which closing down the restaurant, mm. maybe Travis does that all the time after his games. But like, that's what people are saying about that. Yeah, that's interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Um, and, like, yeah, that he was so vocal about, like, trying to shoot his shot. It's, yeah, it's, like, every aspect is, like, so different from previous patterns, so. Yeah, which I think all feeds into the Swifties love Travis. Yeah. The reaction to him from, like, big fans of Taylor has been so positive. It's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, there everyone... are more notable fans of Taylor? People who are notably fans of Taylor. Like, they're... Like, their Twitter the says, big like... big Swifties? I don't think they're big Swifties. I mean, I don't know them because I don't care about that side of people. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but they're, like... Their Twitter is, like, a Taylor Swift fan page. Oh, okay. And everyone's like, the curse is broken. Someone who has a car. Someone who has money. Someone <laughs> who is not British. A non-crusty person. Someone who's hot. Honestly, like, she should date someone without a car. She should date someone without a car? <laughs> to I offset mean, her emissions? <laughs> That was funny. That was, that was hilarious. Because she could buy them a car. No, I think that they should have their own car. I mean, what if they live in a city and they don't want a car? Well, then they don't have to, but I think that she should have someone who could feasibly buy a car. Yeah, what, but... Was there, like, any actual, like, discussion of a curse or the curse, like, previous to this, though? I don't know. No, the curse? no, this isn't, like, a... This is not, like, a real thing. Figure but I think curse. that, like... The thing of her dating all of these UK guys who um, people like to varying degrees uh, 
Joe was generally liked until the breakup, you know, no one liked Maddie Healy. <laughs> no one cared about Calvin. Um, why? 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 Poor Calvin. Also, Taylor, if you're listening and you break up with Travis, give Harry a call. I'm sorry. Mm. Give Harry a call, mm. please. Harry Styles? Yeah. That is one of the reasons I would, I want them back together so much. Really? I just think for my heart and mind, it would be so peacemaking for me. Also, um, like, they're it, one of the only ones that, like, <laughs> seem to be on good terms and I think maybe broke yes. up more because of, like, like location and timing more than, like, anything else. So. Yeah. Mm, I hate when that happens to people. Yeah. Okay. This is going to tie in a little bit. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it if it's not relevant. But speaking of location and time, breakup, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce. Oh. It's very messy. There's a lot of weird custody things. Custody? They have children? They have two girls. Oh, Um, my gosh. And they were planning to move to England back to where Sophie's family is. Mm -hmm. And once they started to, like, separate divorce, like, Joe was trying to, like, keep them in America and, like hiding their passports question and like being weird um and then on the day that that was announced taylor and sophie go out to dinner together in new york city very visible and i think actually maybe the divorce was the next day or like the official announcement something happened the next day that was like they're they're over no i think the divorce or, no she sued him she sued him for custody. she sued him for custody the next day that was the official announce of that. Whoa. And Sophie is living in Taylor Swift's apartment in New York City what? while she's trying to get the girls back to England. What? And of course, Joe is Taylor's first high profile ex. Broke up over the phone in a oh, I heard in that. like 27 seconds. 18 seconds. It was quick. Um, <laughs> but she was on good terms with Joe Jonas. I think that might have changed now. <laughs> but Sophie is now in the squad in a really interesting move. I mean, the fact that we oh. haven't seen a picture of Taylor, Gigi, and Sophie together, who are all Joe Jonas Crazy. exes, it's only a matter of time. And Gigi dated Joe? Yes. And Gigi is one of the only ones from the girl squad who is still yeah, friends with Taylor. literally, like, the oh. only one, I feel like. But, I mean, Blake, I maybe uh, Lena. Around. Lena, okay. Isn't Lena, like, just kind of doing other stuff, though? Lena Dunham is always going to be a weird person in the zeitgeist, but I think they're still friendly adjacent. I don't think there's like mm. beef. Um, she was at one of one of the era's dates, okay. but oh my gosh, also Taylor call Harry and get together with Sophie and Gigi. Important. Um, maybe that other model that he dated. I don't know her name. Sorry, um, uh- <laughs> but that little quad, Ashley Green <laughs> from Twilight, who. We can't talk about this. Say it. He, she was Joe Jones's first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. So funny. <laughs> okay, we have ten minutes left before I have to go. Oh. We gotta get anything big out that is not already out. The meme of her collecting recent divorces with Sophie and Hugh Jackman. That was very funny. That was <laughs> so funny. Yeah, the Honestly, fact that Hugh Jackman is in the Hugh mix Jackman, is though. so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, he's friends with Ryan Reynolds. Also, I also want to take issue with the media. Whenever they're out all together, they're like, she's with Blake Lively. But she's also with Blake's sister, Robin Lively, who was the teen witch, question mark. She was famous. Um, Robin Lively. So don't leave Robin out. And she's also married to Coach Bolton from High School Musical. What? And Blake Lively, as a little little kid, helped them get together. 
this what? is an unrelated story, but that did happen. And I think that I want justice for Robin. Oh, I feel like that was like I, the least crazy thing that we've said that Kristen screamed at the longest. <laughs> she's married <laughs> to most tangential. <laughs> um, I need to see her. I also enjoy the meme of Taylor Swift is a covert agent for the Phillies to take down the Chiefs before they can get back to the Super Bowl. You mean the Eagles? The, oh my god, I keep doing this. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't claim to come here and know about the NFL. That's not, that's not no. what I'm here for. I mean, uh, Travis Sarah. is on the red team. <laughs> also, Sarah wait, actually, can we talk about, is this like one of the last teams in America that hasn't changed their name to something politically correct? <laughs> Yeah, I am. I why don't why don't they change it? I mean, or like I they can do what that one team did, where they become like the fire chiefs. Uh, they say <laughs> the chiefs, but they like change the branding to like a little Dalmatian and a hat. Wow, I did not hear about that. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I think, think there's a few other stragglers. I don't have the Atlanta Braves changed their name. I don't know. I I don't know what the discourse is around it, but I feel like Chiefs is like not. We can't keep that for too long. So if if they're the arrowhead, yeah, and also yeah, Travis is doing that little like shooting the arrow move. There's a lot there, Lauren. I do have to tell you that Sarah watched the Eagles game while I was sleeping the other day, and she really was uh, on top of what was going on, so she could report it later to our family because they I went was into doing overtime. it in a historian kind of way, <laughs> where no one was going to watch this game, but I was like, they're going to want to know what happened, and. It was interesting. I didn't like watching it so much, but I was like... I have Sarah on record. The mechanics um, were interesting. Hmm. We like watching our football, and we want you to be involved. (laughs) Me and mom and dad really have a nice time. Yeah. Mom is real. Mom is real. Mom can't even help but be real in her whole life. Even if she wanted to be fake, she could. She's only fake about if a thing is expired. (laughs) And then she's like... "Mm." Which is the most fake you've ever seen. But the thing is, she can convince herself the thing is No, yeah, she believes it. She believes it herself. Like when she, what was the thing she did recently where she, oh, she had to give an excuse to go to a Swedish cafe in Germany. Oh, she said, we can't eat sausage. (laughs) She goes, we can't eat sausage all the time. So we have to go to a Swedish cafe. It's like, woman, just say you want to go. Wait, did she tell you that or did because I told you that, sir. Did she say that to you, too? You told me that. I thought I told you that. No, I told you I that. I thought you told me that, and I told you that. I didn't tell you. I told Who told you? No, you. Okay, so what went more in me, Kristen. I told you Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I think that's hilarious. But also, yeah, mom, She if she's inauthentic, it's so easy to tell, but she can't even hold it in. When she's lying, she's like, hmm. And she's like, it's like a little like teehee for her. She's not like trying to be insidious liar girl. Yeah. Wait, okay, we have to cut a lot of this out. Do you remember um, that weird thing with them selling the van? And I picked mom up and I said <laughs> she was being weirdly quiet and I wouldn't have even asked. But then I was like, like, oh, and like, did it go well? And then she was like, no, but I can't tell you about it. <laughs> when she's actually sworn to secrecy, she will not tell. But she shouldn't like, say she can't say, but she, like, I just put her so on the spot, and she obviously wanted to say. It's literally, like, eating her alive. Yeah. Like, because dad she, told like her ripping not out of her talk body. about yeah, it. <laughs> okay. Um, are there any big thoughts or predictions you want to leave us with about Taylor Swift? I think the next album should be called Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was oh, good. Stupid. Uh, wow. That no. was great. I mean, that would be fun. Um, I did definitely see, like, I'm sure it's fake, but I saw, like, some rumor on Instagram, like, that her 11th album is coming out soon. Mm. I mean, I would believe that, or I would believe that there's more Midnight's coming out. Like, I don't know, because of the Instagram stuff. I mean, there's at least one, the one song that she has to, like, fully release. Um, oh, release it. It's one of her best songs. It, I think that I is her best song. I pirated <laughs> no it's like people put it on like podcasts on spotify or, and I, it's on I'm youtube to that. yeah it's officially on youtube no but you can find it on youtube oh. and apparently she put mm. it out officially on like the chinese version of spotify so it's like why has isn't it on anything uh, nerd released the song um, all right in 30 seconds or less what would if you guys could send a message that you know taylor swift would receive what would you say I feel like this question doesn't really resonate with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what an appropriate ending! <laughs> I would say you owe me four thousand dollars, <laughs> sisters, sister. Um, what would you say to Taylor Swift? I don't know her. We don't know her either. <laughs> I wish you was. I think, like, that's what we were saying. Like, what Emily said, like, we kind of agree with that. Like, I don't feel like I care about, like, knowing her personally you know in any She's way. Not my I'd say help alleviate world hunger. Yeah. Put the jet away. Take a bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That'll give you something to write about. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts? I think that the Travis Taylor relationship will not last all that long, but I hope that they have a fun time while they're there. I, yeah, I feel like it's such a toss-up. I've heard, I've seen, like, multiple clips of, like, random reporters and people just giving their opinions, being like, they're gonna get married. Like, and I could almost see that happening, too. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Just because... We're gonna find out. Yeah. We're gonna find out. Also, I am loving different, like, well, not love, it's silly, but, like, all the things that, um... <laughs> Hate me. The way that fans are like tying lyrics to this situation, and because mm. um, yeah, well, she, she has a song that has the number eighty-seven in it, and that's his number, so they put that. They made like um, cuts of um, like him and her, or whatever, and like him doing a touchdown dance to the song "End Game," which is very fitting. Um, mm. Stuff like that has has been funny to me, silly. The content has been amazing from this time. I cannot believe the amount. Like, I I, I don't know. It's been a lot. Yeah. All right. Unfortunately, my next engagement is coming up. So, great to talk to you, Lauren. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye, Lauren. Okay. Bye. Appropriately, will expand. Yeah. Is it doing it? Yeah, it's on that one. But I'm, I'm going over the music. You're not going over anything. Kristen, help! Kristen, <laughs> it's not working. You're not talking to the mic. Kristen! <laughs>